Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Congratulations, true crime addicts. We've survived another week. It is Friday, May 6, 2022, and I got some top stories, top true crime stories from around the world for you. This is a um, crazier than usual week, so stick around. There's a few things I want to say first. First of all, for all those people that were at CrimeCon last week in Vegas, you might want to get checked. A couple people have come down. With uh, COVID, Billy Jensen, uh, if you're listening, I hope you're feeling better already. Uh, some of the journalists and podcasters, John London, uh, Lorden, sorry. Um, also, uh, there's um, some people that have tested positive for COVID in just the last few days after returning from Vegas. So if you were there, get those tests. Make sure you're okay. Drink lots of fluids. Get some chicken noodle soup. Take care of yourself. But uh, take it seriously. And it was it was great to meet everybody that came by the booth. I met uh, probably a few hundred people over the weekend and played a little poker. Did a little... I didn't get to the craps table. I meant to. It was too intimidating. I'll just say it. It was too intimidating. But yes. Um, I, I, I do want to mention at the top of the show, any crime junkie fans... There, uh, we should talk just a little bit. Britt, the co-host with Ashley, um, they've talked about this already, but she suffered a sudden brain bleed. So we're wishing her a quick recovery. There was a clot uh, in her brain. She's had multiple surgeries. Uh, Ashley has visited her at the hospital, and Britt has made it out of the surgeries and is recovering and seems to be in good spirits. We're wishing her a speedy recovery. So send some well wishes, whether or not you're a fan of that show. Take take some time, and 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 they have a, a card on their website that you can sign and send. So speedy recovery for, for Britt. Wish you well. 
Let's get to the top stories. There is no doubt what the top story in true crime is this week. Vicki White and Casey White. Not related, thank God, or this would even be a little stranger. Here's this story if you haven't been following. This begins at 9.41 a.m. last Friday in Lauderdale County Jail. That's in Alabama. 56-year-old Vicki White was a corrections officer. She'd worked there for decades. Flawless career. This was the day of her retirement. She took Casey White, 38 years old, to the court. Uh, She was going to drive him. I believe it was a psychological evaluation, she had said. Normally, they take two officers. That's that's the rule. She had worked there so long, nobody, nobody questioned it. She put Casey White into her cruiser, drove off. First thing, first sign that anything was wrong was when they found the cruiser abandoned in a parking lot at 3.30 that afternoon. 9.41 to 3.30. What is that, like a six-hour lead? This, according to CNN, by the way, has an excellent article up there. Check it out. It's in the liner notes. Casey is a, is a violent criminal. He's serving a 75-year sentence for a crime spree that included a home invasion, carjacking, police chase. He was brought to Lauderdale from prison to Lauderdale County Jail to await trial on the stabbing death of a woman named Connie Jane Ridgeway. It looked, at, at the beginning, it looked maybe like a kidnapping. But then, that doesn't really hold up. And the more they looked into it, the more it looks like Vicki White had some sort of special relationship with Casey White, this criminal. Seems they had met before when he passed through the jail. Since then, they were trading calls while he was in prison. When he came back to the jail, he was getting extra food, uh, accommodations, and here's the kicker, when they, she was seen on camera, driving with him, did not seem in distress. She had bought a 2007 orange or copper Ford Edge, and it appears they got into that after ditching the cruiser in the parking lot. They looked into her background and her financials, seems like she's been planning this for some time. She just sold her house which was valued at like over $200,000. She sold it at a $100,000 loss. She needed money quick. So they have disapp- they're on the run. Police at this moment are still searching for them. If you've seen this 2007 orange or copper Ford Edge, call it in. They are armed and dangerous, as they say. AR-15s, handguns, a shotgun. The question is, how long has this been in the works? Is it possible that Casey White, some are wondering, did he confess to this murder in order to be moved from prison to jail for this trial? Much easier to escape from the jail, especially if you have somebody like Vicky on the inside, than it is to escape from prison. Tips are coming in from all over. Uh, People are acting weird, of course. A woman walked into a convenience store, handed a note to the teller, that said, I'm Vicki White, I've been kidnapped. Police thought, oh my God, this is it. You know, it, she really wasn't, in a, long story short, this was not Vicki White, it was some crazy person. 
So that's hindering the investigation. Sheriff Rick Singleton was on the news the other night, and you got to listen to this quote because it's it's something that you'd think you only hear you, you would only hear on TV. But this is what the sheriff is saying, Vicky. This is her boss, by the way. Vicky, you've been in this business for 17 years. You've seen this scenario play out more than once, and you know how it always ends. Man, I hope she's okay. Um, no matter what she got herself into, I hope she's okay. But this is this is the story that everybody's following this week. The other big story, Dave Chappelle. A man armed with a knife attacked comedian Dave Chappelle while he performed just this Tuesday night. And he attacked with a knife, but you got to see this weapon. Go online and check out the pictures because it looks like it's a knife, but it looks like a gun. It's like shaped like a sidearm, but where the barrel is, it's a knife. So was this a possible suicide by cop type of thing? Did he want to get caught and shot? Uh, I don't know. You know, a quick quick story here. You know, Chappelle lives in Ohio. I'm I'm here uh, in Akron, which is kind of the northeastern side of the state. Chappelle's on the western side, outside of Dayton, little town called Yellow Spring. When I was a reporter at at scene, I did a story once where you know when he was kind of missing for a while. He went. I don't know if you remember that, but he. You know, they offered him like fifty million dollars for, I think, a new season of his of his show or something like that. It was just an absurd amount of money, and he turned it down, and then kind of disappeared for a bit, laid low. I went out to see if I could get an interview. Of course, I'd never been to Yellow Springs. It's uh it's kind of like a hippie retirement community. Antioch College was there. It's actually where uh, Rod Serling from Twilight Zone went to college. But what's, you know, I, I asked around, and what I like about that town is everybody there has Dave Chappelle's back. I could not figure out where he was because everybody was protecting him, and everybody would tell you a different story to try to lead you in the wrong direction. But there's this coffee shop. If you ever get a chance to go down to Yellow Springs, visit the coffee shop there. I can't remember the name of it, but it's the main coffee shop in town. It's independent. And they've painted this mural on the wall with all the notable people in town. And there's a door that you go through to get to the, the back half of the coffee shop. So there's this door that's always open. And I asked the barista. I said, where's, you know, you've got everybody famous in town, you Rod Serling and all these other people. Where's Dave Chappelle? Why wouldn't you paint Dave Chappelle in? And she said, oh, that's the, that's the fun little secret. And she walked over and then closed the door, completing the mural. And Dave Chappelle was on the door. So they even keep his image kind of secret. So people have Chappelle's back. He just wants to kind of, kind of, kind of do his thing. He's always been that way. So he gets up on stage at Netflix is a joke fest at the Hollywood Bowl on Tuesday, and this crazy guy jumps onto stage and attacks him with this knife gun. The guy's name is Isaiah Lee. He's charged with assault with a deadly weapon. Actor Jamie Foxx helped apprehend him, according to The Sun. Chris Rock was there, too, uh, probably terrified after the, the second incident in so many months, and uh, shouted out at one point, Was that Will Smith? 
Isaiah Lee uh, it was seen on a stretcher being led into an ambulance with his arm all jacked up. It's like 90-degree angle. He was punched and kicked by the security detail. There's a lot of these attacks recently, and it's, uh, it's a little alarming. Um, people suddenly think that they can attack performers. Not a good trend. Last story on our on our tops list comes from, well, all, a little all over the place. It's a Cancun case about a woman from Australia. Her name is Tawny Shanks. So this is kind of a developing missing persons case. Starts in Cancun. A two-year-old girl was found wandering. This toddler was found wandering the streets of Cancun outside a church, like the middle of the night. Police, uh, Eventually, and child services got her and then distributed her photo trying to figure out who, who, who's, who is this? Who is this girl? Relatives of Tawny Shanks from White Sundays, uh, I'm sorry, Whit Sundays, Queensland, Australia, they were wondering why they hadn't heard from Tawny Shanks for a while. She, she liked to travel the world. She posted constantly on social media. They knew she was in, you know, the region of Cancun. They saw this post, saw the girl, and realized, oh, my God, that's that's our niece. That little girl, Addie, was the girl's name. That was their niece. Tawny had been living there with the girl's daughter. Or, I'm sorry, uh, the, the girl's father, this uh, Jorge Aguirre. Astudio. I know I'm mispronouncing it. Jorge Astudio. So she's missing. She hasn't been posting. And now Jorge has gone missing too. The brother believes, you know, he was, he says he was texting with his sister up until she disappeared. But the last couple texts were very strange. And the brother has gone to the media and said he believes it was, in fact, Jorge who was texting with his sister's account. This is according to the Daily Mail. Rewards being offered. The family's heading to Cancun to collect the girl. But everybody's looking for Tawny Shanks. So check that out if you can. Hey, I'll be right back in 2 and 2 with some cold case updates. You're not going to want to miss the Girl Scout murders at the top when we return. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And we're back with more The Fall Guy, starring Lee Majors. Some cold case updates for you. The Girl Scout murders. Oh my god, this is the worst story you've ever heard uh, related to, to true crime. It's it's one I've heard about, but I try to avoid because... So trigger warning here. It's very sad. I'll try to get through it quickly, but there is a major development here. In fact, they've closed the case, essentially. This, uh, this is a June 13th, 1977 case. Very old case. This happened at Camp Scott in Mays County, Oklahoma. Three Girl Scouts raped and murdered. Their bodies left on a trail leading to the showers. Lori Lee Farmer, Doris Milner, Michelle Goose were the girls' names. They The camp shut down after this. It's a huge case in Oklahoma back in 1977. They had little leads to go on. They had a footprint size 9.5. They had... Uh, some DNA, although it was 1977, so they didn't really know that yet. Uh, they had a the one partial fingerprint, I think. They 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 kind of zeroed in on this guy pretty early. His name was Gene Leroy Hart. This guy was deep for trouble, as they say. He had he had uh, escaped from jail after kidnapping and raping two pregnant women. He was raised a mile from Camp Scott. He was part of the Cherokee Nation out there. They captured him at the home of a medicine man, actually. Brought him in for trial, but he was acquitted by a jury. He died, but they sent him back to prison for that other those other cases. He was going to be there for the rest of his life, which wasn't long. It's like another two years. He died of a heart attack in prison at age 35. Now, Mays County Sheriff Mike Reed came out this week and announced that, in fact... They do have DNA from the case, and just like the Amy Mihalovic case, it's kind of partial DNA. So you picture DNA as a strand of like a thousand, you know, uh, as a as a ladder. You picture DNA as a ladder, like with a thousand rungs, right? Sometimes they get degraded DNA, and you can only get like twenty rungs, or a hundred rungs, or four rungs. Now that's partial DNA. It's it's not enough to convict somebody. 100%, but it's enough to rule out suspects because if they don't have that, that those, um, you know, those stairs, those those ladders, uh, the, those bits of the ladder, if they don't have that, then it can't be them. Well, they have partial DNA, and all of it matches only to Gene Leroy Hart. And the sheriff is convinced of his guilt, so is everybody else involved. They've known since 2019, but they're making it public now. Because ABC News is filming a, a documentary on it, and the, the information is going to get out. So um, that is case closed. 
as far as everybody important is concerned on the Girl Scout murders. Other cold case news, there was some breaking news at CrimeCon this this past weekend. John Ramsey was there, father of John Benet Ramsey, six-year-old girl who was found dead in, in her family basement on December 26, 1996, in Boulder. Ramsey announced that he wants an outside agency now to test DNA in his daughter's murder. It's a great call. You know, I don't know. I personally don't believe Ramsey's had anything to do with it, and here he's acting exactly what you would want to do. And you'll find the answer no matter what it is. Test this DNA. And initially, so far, fingers crossed, the police seem interested in working with them. So hopefully, wouldn't it be great to have an answer in that case after all these years? And the uh, genetic genealogy news, not much news this week. Well, kind of, sort of. I met one of my heroes at CrimeCon over the weekend. I met Margaret Press. The DNA Doe Project was there. And it was kind of neat. They had this setup where they had, I think, like a dozen John or Jane Does. And you could give them your kit number for GEDmatch. And I think they were also taking DNA samples. But you could give them your kit number, and they would run it through their system and tell you if you matched any of these John or Jane Doe's. What an excellent, cool little setup that is. Uh, I did not match any of them. Um, But Val Bogart, who does the genetic genealogy now for the Porchlight Project and who came with me that weekend, she matched to like two of them. Very distantly, but but there. So, um, very cool little little deal there. I also got to meet uh, David Middleman in person uh, from Othram, and the Porchlight Project will be working with Othram on a new case out of Cuyahoga County. More on that soon. Over in pop culture, The Staircase premiered last night. Are you guys watching? You gotta watch The Staircase. It's so good. The first three episodes dropped. You could binge them all now, the first three anyways, and get caught up. These are directed by my buddy Antonio Campos for HBO Max. Uh, This is, of course, the serialized version, slightly fictionalized version, but based on the true story of novelist Michael Peterson, who was accused of the 2003 killing of his wife, Kathleen Peterson. This uh, happened in Durham, North Carolina. You know the story, the staircase. She fell, or did she? Was she pushed? Or was it possibly an owl? Remember, the owls are never quite what they seem to be. Uh, he took, Michael Peterson, took an Alford plea in 2017. What is an Alford plea? Well, it's a way to plead guilty while maintaining your innocence. And if you want to know more about the Alford plea, I got something for you. The new episode, this week's episode of The Philosophy of Crime, my other podcast is about the Alfred plea. How cool is that? Synergy. Go over and learn all you need to know about the Alfred plea. It's pretty cool. Checking the charts, there's a new number four with a bullet. Betrayal. You got to hear about this. This is nutso. You're going to like it. Uh, here's the write-up. A real-life fairy tale gone horribly wrong. Betrayal is the story of TV producer Jennifer Faison, whose picture-perfect marriage completely shatters in the blink of an eye 
when she discovers that her college sweetheart-turned-doting husband is not the person she thought he was. After seven years of marriage, Faison come, came home from work one afternoon to find her house was being searched and her husband arrested for the continued sexual assault of a student. The series unravels the case of convicted sexual predator and two-time Kelly High School Teacher of the Year, Spencer Heron, who pled guilty to six counts of sexual assault of a former Cobb, Georgia student. Presently serving six concurrent, concurrent sentences, Heron's crimes began when the sexual assault victim was in high school. In Betrayal, Faison investigates the hidden story behind the story, revealing the dark double life fueled by dozens, often sordid and simultaneous affairs with friends, neighbors, and strangers, dating back to the week they were married. How crazy is this? This woman is investigating her ex-husband. And she gets him to talk to her on this podcast. It's all about manipulation, gaslighting, and a wild first-person account of this whole thing. An American tragedy. And number six is Up and Vanished coming back. That's because the Tara Grinstead case is head to, heading to trial. Poor Payne Lindsay was subpoenaed this week as a witness. So I, that might be a tricky way to keep him out of the courtroom. Uh, we're with you, Payne, and uh, good luck there. And that's the, that's the news for this week. As always, you can reach me on the Repod app after the show. We can talk about, uh, you know, send me your questions over there. It's a good way to chat. And it is Friday. It's always a reason to celebrate. And in the words of the incomparable Murray Saul, that means we gotta, 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 get down, damn it. True Crime This Week is a Fearful Symmetry production. Our theme music is Trash Town Boogie by Mr. Smith, used under a Creative Commons license for use in this show. All sources are listed in the liner notes at the end of this episode. If you like the cut of my jib, please check out my other podcast, Philosophy of Crime. Unless quoted directly from a source, all content should be considered the opinion of the host. That's me, James Renner. See you next week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.